Welcome to this week's episode of Relaunch My Life Radio. Well, have you ever wondered what goes on through my head? <laughs> well, this week's episode is a few of the ideas that have been floating around in my head today that I just felt like I wanted to share with you. And there are a few collections of insights, some ideas, some actions, and some takeaways to help you to have just the most wonderful week to get into action and to have a real sense of achievement when you look back on this week. Welcome to Relaunch My Life Radio. I'm your host, Juliet Lever, and a few years ago, I personally relaunched my own life from being a workaholic, alcoholic, and chocoholic to now living a life of my own design. I'm on a mission to free you from an unfulfilling job or passionless life. And so with 10-minute tips and 30-minute interviews and stories to tune into, tune into Relaunch My Life Radio to discover your highest potential and feel inspired to live a life of zero regrets. If you want more, be sure to hit subscribe and visit us at www.relaunchmyliferadio.com for more. Well, this week I feel like there's a lot of different topics that I wanted to talk about. So this is kind of just going to be a bit of a stream of consciousness with some activities and a takeaway for you at the end of the episode. Uh, before I get into the episode and the content, I'm really excited to share that I have my next NLP training happening this weekend. I've got the next group starting for the next week from the 3rd to the 9th of November, and I'm so honored and excited to be on this journey where I'm finally empowering people to learn the skills that have helped me to help so many people in the last four and a half years. So it's very exciting, very excited about that. And then I'll be in full study mode preparing for my Master Practitioner, which is a 16-day course that I'm teaching with Paul, my beautiful partner, set over eight days in December and eight days in February. So that's just going to be an incredible experience. And it's my first time teaching it, but Paul's been teaching it for a few years, but we've got a huge group actually. We've got about 30 students going on board with the Master Practitioner training and it's um it's honestly like a dream. And I'm so blessed to be on this path where I'm really doing what I love. And I've shifted obviously in the last six to 12 months to teaching and training people because I really have found that with coaching people, it's incredible and you can create so much change working with a coach. And I encourage you, if you're thinking about doing it, definitely, definitely work with a coach. It will change your life. Uh, pick a good one, you know, trust your intuition with it. But I am booked out now until the end of February with clients and having to focus a lot more time on my teaching, it does limit my capacity to take on clients. And I was asked why, why I'm not coaching so many people anymore. And the reason is because I did feel like after a while it was, it was giving people the fish. And I really love that with NLP, I'm actually teaching people to fish and then they can fish for other people as well. And it just creates a much bigger ripple effect in this world. So it's very exciting. So that being said, uh, winding up towards the end of the year, you know, we're nearly in November, so it's going to be Christmas and New Year before we know it. I um, have noticed that there's been a bit of a swell in the last few weeks of people facing some pretty challenging times. And that happens to us all. You know, we all have problems in our lives and we all have different levels of problems. And I find that, you know, it's it's really interesting that when we have problems, a lot of the time, the kind of modern day Western mindset in our busy, busy rush, rush lives is, oh, there's a problem. I have to fix it straight away. And we want to just fix it straight away and have it be over and done with and gone. But 
I really encourage my clients to dig a little bit deeper and to remember that from my perspective and what I've learned over the last five years doing what I'm doing is that literally nothing goes away until we have learned everything that we need to. So a lot of the times a problem is a surface level problem and it's and it's the, the symptom, not the cause that we're usually finding with a presenting problem. So if we just fix a problem and sweep it all under the rug and it's all done, then we could fix a problem prematurely and it may not help for long because then that same cause at the deeper underlying level may still be there and then another problem will come up later on. So I've really found that how compassionately and curiously we handle ourselves when there's an issue or a problem really determines how swiftly we can learn from what we need to and actually resolve it. So if you have a problem that you're facing or you're handling and and you're getting frustrated with it because it's just not going away or you're putting pressure on yourself to come up with an outcome, shift into that space of compassion and curiosity. and, And really the best question that you can possibly ask is what is this trying to teach me or what could I learn from this situation? And that's not always easy. I do believe, and it's, it's easy to say off the cuff without the, you know, reality of real life scenarios in, in my perspective, but I do believe that everything is happening for us and not to us. And everything that we're bringing to ourselves is designed to help us to evolve. And so sometimes the more painful, the the more challenging the pattern or the problem, the more we actually wake up to it and we realize, yes, you know, I did need to learn to set boundaries or I did need to learn to say no, or I do need to stand up for myself, or I do need to uh, give myself more credit, or I do need to value myself more. Whatever the learning is, you know, really allowing ourselves to be compassionate with ourselves rather than I should be doing better than this or this shouldn't be happening or things like that. Really allowing yourself to to learn what you need to and trust, you know, wow, this is happening and this is raw and this is real. And what is it that I really need to learn? What is why out of all of the possible multiplicity of experiences in reality, am I experiencing this painful problem? How is this causing me to be conscious and and wake up to maybe something that I was unconscious to before? So life's a process. And yes, with that roller coaster, there's those ups and downs. Um, But I do believe if we put pressure on us, then we can't gain all of the insights and the learnings. So as much as we can sort of ride out that that part of the process and the pain, then the more we can the more we can turn the corner and turn the next page. So that was kind of the first rant. The second rant that the idea that I had today was that we really need to start our day off with the way that we want to feel magnified throughout the day. So I've had clients who say, Oh, I woke up and was in a bad mood. So it was just a bad day, you know, and then you write off the entire day. Whereas when you wake up, if you can put yourself in the state of mind or the emotional state that you're wanting to maintain throughout the day, and a lot of people do gratitude journals for this very reason, then our emotions, they're almost like snowballs. And I call it like the snowball effect. You know, if you start your day off with gratitude journaling, I don't want you just to write a list of things that you're grateful for, but I want you to meditate on the feeling of gratitude and really elicit the emotional state of gratitude whilst you're writing your gratitude list. Because a lot of people just write gratitude lists and it's a conscious thought process. It's a thought process, but it's the emotions, the energy and motion that actually carry those thoughts throughout our system and those vibrations and then bring everything into our reality. So 
what are you thinking about first thing? And if you get frustrated first thing in the morning, then that can also be a snowball of emotion in a different direction. So choosing how you want to feel. And one of my favorite ways to start my day is to journal and then notice what words come up when I'm journaling and then decide on a mantra for the day or the week and then meditate on that mantra. So one that I'm working on this week is because I've got, you know, the training happening next week. I'm going to be in seven days straight training. There's lots to prepare. I have to be super disciplined this week. I've got my week full of clients and really wanting to make the most of every minute this week. So my mantra for this week is I am disciplined. And so my meditation in the morning is meditating on the feeling of how it feels to be disciplined and, and organized and structured and, and in flow, but also in that nice state of control as well, which um, allows you to get those things done that you need to get done. So that for me then creates a bit of a snowball of, of discipline. And then in everything that I'm doing, it doing, be it eating habits, be it exercise, be it, you know, having a to-do list with, with some things on there that maybe don't seem all that interesting, like bass statements and, and tax and things like that, you know, I'm disciplined is my mantra for the week. It just helps to get those things done. So what's a mantra? What's something that you want to set for yourself for tomorrow? but also for the rest of the week that is going to help you to start each day with that snowball effect going in the direction that you really want, you know, and, and this is up to us, you know, we all get to decide how we feel. And I'm a big believer that you control the way that you feel and you're the person in the driver's seat and you're in control of your thoughts, feelings, actions. And once you know that, and you start learning more of these tools that I love teaching people on how to manage their emotional and mental states at a more powerful level, then life really gets a lot easier because you're not so self-sabotaging, you're not fighting against yourself, you're in flow and you can really start to care for and, and respect for yourself in everything that you do. So that sort of brings me to my next point, which is kind of a, a, a thought process that I wanted to place for you to ponder, which is to really think about what does self-care and self-respect mean to you? And this could be a journaling question for you this week to consider you know, well, what does self-care mean to me? And what does self-respect mean to me? And how would someone who really cares and respects for themselves handle their life or this situation or this obstacle or this opportunity? So really have a thing, think about that and think about, you know, what does self-care or self-respect mean to you? And to me, it honestly just means living your life in alignment with your values and taking time to consider what's important to you and make those things a priority and taking responsibility for the things in your week, in your day that matter to you and, and show that you are caring for yourself, be it, you know, a beautiful cup of tea or going for a nice walk in nature or going to the gym, whatever it is, self-care and self-respect for you. What does that actually mean for you? And, and how could you maybe tie that into your mantra for the day or the week as well? So one thing that I love to do is I do listen to a fair bit of Tony Robbins. I um, have been redoing his 30 days to personal power program, which is just great. And it's actually pretty much all NLP, but he doesn't call any of it NLP, which is fascinating. But basically one of the things that I love is that he really encourages you to think about what actions you're taking. And so I want to close off this podcast episode this week with an urge for you to get into action. So 
Obviously, I've given you a couple of actions already to reflect upon self-care and self-reflect and to set a mantra for the week and, and do a morning meditation where you get into the emotional state that's going to be the most powerful for you. But the last thing that I want you to think about is I want you to think about something that you have been procrastinating about, something that you've been putting off, be it a conversation or an action or something on your to-do list or something around the house, whatever it is, I want you to just think of that thing, that one thing that you've been putting off, procrastinating about, and I want you to decide to do it today. Just decide this is getting done today. And when you stop listening to this podcast, you know what it is. You can probably think of it right now. Make yourself a promise that you're going to do this today because the more you can remove that unconscious stress or pressure of things sitting in your to-do list and in your waiting, in your pigeonhole, then the more you can be present with life and you can move forward and you get that sense of achievement knowing that you have done something and it's done and you don't even have to think about it and it's not taking up your precious real estate in your mind and then you've got more headspace for all of the things that you want to create and all of the dreams that you do have in your future. So as I said, this week is a little bit of a stream of consciousness, a few thoughts and ideas that I had. And as always, I'm welcome to any suggestions or requests you have. Have the most beautiful week and I would love to hear from you with any comments you have. That's this week's episode from Relaunch My Life Radio, live from Australia. Visit us at relaunchmyliferadio.com for more. And remember, it's never too late to relaunch your life.